If you're a travel agent looking to perfect your messaging when it comes to your social media captions, email marketing and website copy so that you can stand out from the crowd every time you go online, well, this, my friends, is the perfect episode for you. Super juicy. Hey, I'm Steph, and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding, and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure. There has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to stand out in the digital world, but you struggle with consistency, tech isn't your jam and you have no idea where to start, join my free masterclass where I talk about exactly this. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hello, hello, and a big welcome back to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. My name is Stephanie Myers, and I'm a travel agent, podcast host, and online course creator of the industry-exclusive online program, Travel Agent Runway, coming to you live today from my home on the Tweed Coast in the Northern Rivers of New South Wales, where it's currently bluebird skies out there, with mild temperatures happening at the moment. So, I'm loving this time of year, not too hot, not too cold. So I hope wherever you are that you are taking a much needed break, a time out for yourself, perhaps squeezing in a little nap or a walk or even, you know, some Netflix chill time. (laughs) It's all important. So yes, the vibe that I've been getting from agents this week that I've connected with is that some of us are working one job plus trying to have travel on the side or having two other jobs just trying to make ends meet. And I just wanted to shout out and say that I see you and I am so emphatic to you. It's really hard right now. We were expecting this big blow of travel and, you know, we've been wishing for two years for it to return and now it's here. (laughs) So yes, it is a little bit overwhelming. So I just wanted to reach out because if this sounds like you, please share your story with me as I'd love to get you back on track in regards to your exit strategy. (laughs) And when I say exit strategy, I mean out of hibernation. (laughs) When it comes to relaunching your travel business and getting it all back up and running and back online. So I know this is an overwhelming time for you and I just wanted to make sure that you knew that I was here and I'm wanting to help make this process a little easier on you. So head over to Instagram, DM me and 
send me a little SOS and we can chat it out. I'd love to hear from you. Today's episode, I get the pleasure of interviewing and speaking, not really interviewing, more chatting. (laughs) Nothing's ever formal when I chat with this girl. So I'm super psyched to welcome my business pal, who is the director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, host of the Bossy Type podcast, and digital course creator and English professor of Bossy Copy College, a freelance writer and a mum to Vinny, the Italian greyhound. She has been a writer forever and a paid writer for over 10 years. And in 2016, Elise barged her way into the copywriting world by offering a conversational and punchy slash smart ass <laughs> writing styles to help brands expand into the digital space uh, and working with them who want to create more fun in their messaging. So Elise and I followed each other first, I suppose, back in 2020 when we were doing the Launch Your Wildly Successful podcast course that we did with Stevie Sir Social. And now we are both repeat offenders, <laughs> I guess you could say, and are now in our second year of Launchpad, which is a high level group coaching program by Stevie at Stevie Sir Social and the incredible coaches inside of their Launchpad team. So super blessed to be surrounded by such masterminds and, and entrepreneurs just like Elise, especially Elise, actually. She is 100% unapologetically herself and is another perfect example of someone who has implemented her personality into her business messaging and yeah, really just doesn't care who she offends. (laughs) So I can't wait for you to meet Elise. Let's dive in. What are we waiting for? Let's do this. So, so psyched. Before we begin today's episode, would you please join me while we recognize the generations of the local Aboriginal people of the Bundjalung Nation who have lived in and derived their physical and spiritual needs from the forests, rivers, lakes and streams of this beautiful valley over thousands of years as traditional owners and custodians of these lands. A big warm welcome to Elise, the head honcho of Bossy Copywriting in Melbourne, Australia, fellow Launchpad student and online course creator of her killer program for creatives, the Bossy Copy College. So psyched to have you on the show, Elise. Hello. Oh my God, that was a great intro, by the way. (laughs) I might steal that. (laughs) One that's well deserved. (laughs) Uh, How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so good talking to you now. But I just want to basically have a bit of a chat today. I've selfishly brought you onto the podcast to answer my own questions. So. Love that. (laughs) Elise, you've been a copywriter for now, but I just wanted to see if you could share and speak to your journey into the copywriting space and what is it that you loved most about the work that you do? Mm, Good question. Well, I think talking about my journey, a lot of people think I've been a copywriter forever and ever and ever, but I actually have not. This is my first ever copywriting job. (laughs) I never worked in an agency or um, I was always a writer, but this is my first official copywriting job, which has its advantages because it means I can just do whatever the hell I want, um, (laughs) which is exactly what I do. And before that, I was, yeah, a freelance writer. I did some blogging and I was also a stylist. So always been in a creative kind of space. 
And then when I reached probably like my late 20s, I decided that I wanted to kind of bring a little bit of personality into copywriting because I felt like um, that was something that I did with all of my blogging and my freelance writing, but I felt like it was really missing from the copywriting space. So I decided to start Bossy and now it has been about six years, almost six years, which is amazing. So yeah, and I guess my favorite thing, well, I do love that Bossy is kind of based around my writing style. So I kind of attract clients that want to have lots of fun and allow me to swear and be cheeky in all of the coffee. And I'm like, how is this my job? <laughs> how do I how do I properly get paid for this? <laughs> exactly. So that's probably my favorite bit. <laughs> Now, I love what you do with Bossy and I do have some burning questions when it comes to showing up online because, as we know, it's not all about how we show our face or, um, you know, a lot of us tend to shy away from speaking directly to the camera. It's not about posting pretty images to social media on your websites uh, or having like a perfectly crafted newsletter or flattering website. (laughs) All the things. (laughs) Yes, all the things. Uh, It comes down to your messaging and I think because I'm coming from the perspective where I've been in the travel industry for almost 15 years it's I've been through that stage where creative writing and good copy really has had to take it to the next level when it comes to you know creative writing and getting the message across because we're so absorbed with social media these days there's just too many different platforms too many news Mm -hmm. outlets too many words that we're trying to ingest and nothing really holds our attention for long enough for it to even make any sort of impact. We're skimming across everything. We're not actually reading anything. Whereas before it wouldn't have been a big deal because if you were to write an email to someone or to your database, it most likely would have had the exact same impact that you would have expected anyway. But now when you're writing that same email to your database or, you know, to pitch for new clients or something, it's definitely something that we have to work a little bit harder toward. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You're so So, right. Yeah. I just wanted to ask what it is that makes good copy and Mm -hmm. where do we start? Yeah, I mean, how long have you got? <laughs> no, I'll try I'll try my best to make this quick. Um, I feel like every copywriter is different, obviously. For me, I really value tone of voice, as you know, and creativity. So for me, I feel like if the copy is really engaging, it's going to grab people's attention. And the whole point of copy is to try and, well, in my opinion, stop people and make them want to read it. Because like you said, otherwise, especially on Instagram, for example, like, do we even look at what we're scrolling past anymore? Like I pick up my phone without even thinking about it. And then I'm like, how did my phone get in my hand? First of all, (laughs) your phone's always in your hand. (laughs) Literally. How did I get into Instagram, which I've hidden in another folder? (laughs) And I'm just like mindlessly scrolling. So for me, Obviously, it's great to have informative copy or it's great to have another sort of copy. But for me, I really think something that's going to grab someone's attention. And usually the way that that works is by having something that's either really fun or it's really conversational or it's really punchy to begin with. So I always try and follow that kind of path. And that's, I guess, why my writing style is very cheeky. um, Yeah, very fun and very conversational. And the other thing I think that people forget is that 
you really just need to remember that you're talking to a human on the other side. And I feel like a lot of people try to make things really professional um, and it can just come off a little bit stuffy. So I think it's always best to keep in mind that you're talking to another person or imagine yourself talking to a friend and yeah, try and make your copy as engaging as you possibly can which can be hard if you don't know where to start, um, but I'll try and give you some tips. So one thing that I always really like to do is, well, first you've got to figure out what your tone of voice is because mm-hmm. your tone of voice is going to guide everything that you do. So often, you know, especially for travel agents, their tone of voice might be really based on their personality. So I think you first need to figure out what your personality is. Like you might know what it is, but have you ever sat down and really thought about, what your point of difference is or what your personality traits are or what your special source is because those are the sorts of things that are really going to guide your copy, especially if it's based on your personal brand. So for me, I was actually saying to someone the other day, they asked if I was the same as my writing style in real life because a lot of people say when they read my captions, they're like, I can hear you reading them in my ear. (laughs) And I'm like, it is, but I feel like my writing style is kind of like an embellished version of my personality. Like I'm not as funny or witty or bold in person (laughs) as I am in my writing so I think yeah if you are going to base your copy on your own brand or your own personality you really need to sit down and figure out what your personality is even ask family and friends like what are your biggest or best personality traits think about like what is your niche Um, and is there any part of your personality that you want to amplify you know for me it's obviously humor but for someone else it might be their helpfulness or something completely different Mm -hmm. so I think once you have done that planning and you've figured out how you want your copy to come across it makes it so much easier because I think people get stuck because they just open up a blank page and they expect the words to just flow so yeah really thinking about what your brand is and then that can kind of help you guide the copy yeah I totally agree I think that when finding your niche is such a big thing because it's obviously not something that us in the travel industry tend to do straight Mm -hmm. off the get-go. They don't think, cool, I want to be a travel agent and I want a niche in cruise or I want a niche in this. They just think, okay, I want to be a travel agent. I just want to sell it all, book it all and look after all the people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think coming now into this new travel movement, it's even more important for us to focus on the fact that we are different. We've been through this massive battle, C-word battle, um, yeah. And if we're still here at the other on the other end, like there is a reason for us still being here. And I think there's a lot of us that instantly knew as soon as that pandemic hit is that we needed to change. We needed to level up in our expertise. We needed to change and do, you know, do things a lot differently if we're going to be seen in the next phase of what this, you know, future of travel has for us. And I think just something that I've been looking at the last couple of years is that travel agents don't have that resource to go, cool, this is what I want to do now because there's no real icons or, you know, people in the industry that are really stepping into that entrepreneurial space. And I think that there's a lot of gaps in that regard. And I think it does come down to that personal brand, but showing your face without words and hearing who's who's actually there there's such a huge disconnect Uh and yes there is such a calling to be professional 
you know, like I write my emails when I'm speaking to a client, like there's still a part of me that wants to be very like, hello, thank you for your email. Mm -hmm. I will reply as soon as possible. Like, but it's been such a big thing trying to get away from that. And you know what? The reception's been really great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that usually it is. Yeah. Because I think, like I said, people like chatting to a human and that's a big thing we do it bossy. Like if somebody inquires with us, we make a real point of making sure our email isn't really stiff and formal. We Mm. make it really conversational and like we're chatting to a friend because that's what people respond to. And instantly they write back and they've already loosened up. Like originally they were writing a really formal email and then it just breaks the ice. Um, So I feel like, yeah, I think the issue is sometimes, especially in such traditional industries, obviously, travel agents, copywriters, we have that in common. They're very traditional um, and at times professional, maybe even at times dry industries that have been around for decades. And so people just think they need to follow this traditional path and they probably don't even consider that they can bring their own flair to it or bring their own flavour to it and inject their personality into it. But that's kind of what I intended to do with bossy and I feel like that's when I was able to level up a bit because I was offering something different and I was grabbing people's attention versus just blending into the sea of all the other copywriters Mm. and I think there's one thing that for us travel agents like we have something really big in our corner and I know that you do a lot of copy for brands and things like that but we have our personality (laughs) exactly You've already got it sorted. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one thing that I like to do, and this is probably um, a really good tip. I can dive into it a little bit further later on. But whenever I'm working with someone that wants to base their brand off their personality or their personal brand is I get them to share a whole bunch of kind of like little tidbits about their personality. So it could be like their morning ritual or – you know, their favorite music or their favorite food or whatever it might be. So for a travel agent, it could even be a bit more specific and it might be like their favorite destinations or their favorite road trip songs or their favorite restaurant they've ever been to overseas and really kind of like weaving that through the copy because I feel like that kind of takes the, not the professionalism out of it, but it takes the, um, it makes it just a little bit more casual and it shows the person that you're just a normal person on the other side of the screen or on the other side of the phone that has loads of expertise in this area, but you also are a normal person that they can talk to really easily too. So yeah, just weaving in those little elements, like figuring out what makes up your personality. Like I said before, whether it's like brand personality traits or whether it's digging a bit deeper into your favorite restaurant overseas and really kind of trying to weave all of those little bits through your copy. Mm. And it's not easy to do. Like I know that in the last few days, I've just been in this whole, you know, launching phase of on my, you know, travel agent runway course, opening its doors again. And even just my um, normal regular emails that go out, I've been quite creative and Elise, you'd be so amazingly proud. (laughs) (laughs) I've even done um, referring to Bear Grylls when it comes to a uh, full itinerary full of adventure that Bear Grylls would even be feeling a little bit shy. I love it. <laughs> and there was another one about um, it was just in relation to the podcast episode I did with Riz last week from Found Legal, uh, privacy policies, terms, conditions, franchisee agreements, um, how, you know, 
with all that, we've got quite the tropical fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> and how the one and only name that we need to be on the guest list of our impromptu party is that of our lawyer. So <laughs> Amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but even just on that, like I feel like if someone's reading that, like if I was to go and if I wanted to work with a travel agent, I wouldn't relate to those other people that might be really formal or professional. But if I was to read that, I would be like, oh, this girl gets me. Like this is the person I want to work with. So I feel like when you really own your personality and weave it through your copy, yes, you might not be um, pleasing the people that are used to that professional tone, but there's going to be a whole bunch of people that don't feel like they resonate with that sort of vibe and they're going to hear you or read your copy and be like, this is the travel agent I've been looking for, this is the vibe I'm going for, Um, or even just I feel like I'm going to get on really well with that person. So that's how it even just like changing your copy by injecting your personality can help to attract new clients and obviously make more money as well. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to pop in to invite you to my free masterclass where I'll be sharing my exact three-step system to building a rockstar personal brand that attracts your dream clients into your database so you can step up into your travel biz, own your authority and grow your online presence. And not only that, but you'll also get your hands on my entire travel agent runway framework for standing out in the digital world without the tech overwhelm and not knowing where to start. Want in? Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass and save your spot now. See you there. Mm, yeah, that's our goal at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Clients in our book and emails in our list. And money in your bank. Yes. <laughs> so we can go and spend it straight away and go off traveling again. Exactly. Uh, so Elise, the messaging between our social media posts and our calls to action is ultimately going to be different of that inside of our newsletters and on our websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like with social media, one thing to keep in mind, and obviously your emails are going to still be really, um, hopefully conversational and they're going to sound like you still, but I feel like with social media, it's where you can really let your personality shine and you can really be as witty or as conversational as you want. It's kind of like the copy playground. So you can have a lot more fun there. And obviously also um, keeping in mind like what sort of content you're going to be posting. So I like to always have for both emails and social media, have my like content plan, sorry, my content pillars sorted first. And that way I'm not just like posting whatever I want. I know that it's being a little bit more strategic and then in terms of like if you go onto my Instagram which is at bossy.copywriting you'll see my captions are like crazy long like they take me an hour to write every single day Um, but I feel like it's worth it because I actually get quite a few clients through my Instagram or I get quite a few questions in my DMs so for me for social media I try to keep my captions quite long because it gives me a chance to really connect with the person on the other side And then from a, I guess, strategic point of view, having a long form caption also helps to keep someone on your post as well. So Instagram's going to recognize, oh, that person, this person's post, like people are loving it. They're staying on it for much longer than normal. So they're going to probably favor your post. So it's a little bit sneaky at the same time, but it means that you can really just be real with people. You can share your thoughts 
and you can just be a little bit more conversational and kind of write like you would be texting a friend um, or just be kind of like your ultimate conversational or funny self, whatever your tone of voice is. And then in terms of your um, emails, like obviously I really think of your emails in two separate piles. So there's your automated emails and then you've got your EDMs or your e-newsletters. And I think a lot of people forget about the automated emails. And obviously this applies more so to just kind of like your everyday business. But I also always recommend to set up like a really strong email sequence at the very beginning. So for a travel agent, that could be like your welcome email. It could be um, your out of office. And I say that with like air quotes because I have a permanent out of office set up. So whenever anyone lands in my inbox, they receive it straight away just so they know it's been received, but I might not get back to them for another day. Um, then there's the inquiry email and then there's the win back email, which is really designed, it might be reaching out to a previous client and trying to get them to book with you again. So I feel like even those, um, obviously you're going to have time to craft them and they're the emails that you can make sure are really on brand and really expressing your tone of voice. Whereas your EDMs and your e-newsletters, they're probably going to be crafted more around a specific call to action or a specific topic, or you might be selling a new service or a course or whatever it might be. So I feel like with those, yeah, again, you need to kind of figure out what your content themes are or your topics are, and then really think about, first of all, your subject line. Um, So for your subject line, I always like to make sure that you keep the hero message in the subject line and you need to try and keep it a little bit more clearer and more direct, but doesn't mean it has to be boring. And then you can have a little bit more fun with your tone of voice and your personality in the email. And then of course, making sure you have a call to action, whatever it might be in your email at all times. Mm, Yeah. So I think with the call to action, it's important for us now because there's a lot of it and I see it all the time is that, you know, call to, you know, call me to book. Yeah. Email me to book. Like there's no added value to that. There's no personality to that. It's just, you know, who on earth is going to call that number? Mm-hmm. If they've just, you know, say if they've just found you and at least one of your posts, you said, you know, em- you know, email me or call me to, you know, so I can work for you. It's like, um, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think a good rule of thumb is to take a step back and think, would I click this button? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you probably wouldn't. So Put, make something else. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So Elise, is there any fails that you see on the daily? Because obviously you're looking at social media yourself. You've got emails coming into your inbox as well. Is there anything that you kind of, that's cringeworthy for you that you pick up and go, oh man. Like... Um, Not really, to be honest. Like you would think that I'm sitting over there like judging everybody's posts, but I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I can definitely tell when someone um, is either too busy or hasn't planned like their content, that's an obvious one for me because, like I said, I spend an hour writing my caption and I know that is not possible for everybody but it is important for me because I'm a copywriter so I always think of my caption as like an audition because I never know who's going to be watching my posts. Um, So I think you really need to figure out what is most important for you so even if you are really busy um it's really key to think about okay what am I going to prioritize what is going to be my main platform even if I focus on just one whether it's emails or something else and then I feel like 
I can always tell if someone hasn't really put any thought into their tone of voice, especially if it's, um, you know, they're trying to either inject their personality or they have like a more creative like tone of voice, tone of voice. I know that doesn't really make sense, but like if it's a brand that has like maybe a fictional character or something like that, I can often see when people have strayed because they haven't really had time to think and plan. So, yeah, and that's also true for when you have writer's block. I feel like nine times out of ten people have writer's block because they haven't planned what they're trying to say. Mm. So always do that first and if you don't have time to do it all, just figure out what you can focus on and do that one really, really well. Mm. So the plan of attack moving forward is planning, right? Planning is like half the job of copywriting. People think that you just have to open the, a Google Doc and start typing But if I didn't plan what I was trying to say, I too would have writer's block all day long and I would stare blankly at this page forever and ever and ever. So I feel like whether you are writing a caption, an email or um, something else entirely, it's really important to maybe even just put at the top of the page or I just use the notes app in my phone, like what is the point of this post Mm. or this email and then what are the dot points of things that I need to cover? So as soon as you have that, you can start, breaking up your content and it doesn't seem so overwhelming. So for me, what I do is I open my notes up on my phone and I write what the post is going to be about and then I'll jot down a few thoughts that I have that I want to weave through and generally those dot points will become the paragraphs of my caption. So it's just half about planning and then the actual copywriting bit becomes so much easier and then the other thing that I always, always do, whether it's like an email or a caption, is um, I really think about writing a hook. So what? how can I start this caption that's going to stop people mid-scroll and they're actually going to want to read it? So I know we were talking earlier about the um, identical twins fighting, which was how I started one of my blogs. And it was just like a spelling and grammar blog, but I've started it by talking about these naughty identical twins, which are basically two words that are spelt pretty much exactly the same, but they have different meanings. So really thinking a little bit more creatively about how you can open your content and make people want to read it. I feel like the same thing with the call to action. If you wouldn't stop to read it, then someone else probably isn't going to stop either. Mm. Yeah, I totally can relate to that. Recently, I've just done a reel on Instagram and, you know, my reels aren't in any which way hyperphony because most of they probably suck. In this <laughs> your reels are cute. I love your reels. But the most highest performing one at the moment is one where I don't have like the content in the reel doesn't correlate with the first sentence of the caption. Interesting. So it was like, you know, back in high school, my boyfriend told me mm-hmm. <laughs> that um, yeah. being a travel agent wasn't a you know, isn't, isn't a serious career because it's all about, you know, fun and who's and, laughing now. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> look at me. Sorry, not him. <laughs> no, we're not looking at him. We're looking at you. Sending blessings from afar. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's often what I will do. I'll write something completely random and I feel like people start reading and they're like, what the hell is going on here? And then yeah. it starts to tie together Um, it's kind of like clickbait, you know, you've got this really suspenseful opening LinkedIn does it really well. 
or you can just have something that's like a little bit more creative and yeah it's got to be something that kind of hooks people in it could be a statistic it could be a fact it could be like something that's really going to relate to them so you might be able to pull out you know are you feeling like this anything that's going to stop them and convince them to read to the next sentence and then the next sentence and then the next sentence Mm. yeah that's true and I think when you're say for example you're listening to this episode and you're thinking okay holy hell Elise you've got me (laughs) (laughs) Steph you've got the big boots and you're kicking me into the interaction how, and, you know, you can start today, you can create a post, you can, you know, introduce yourself on your platforms or whichever, but I think your personality develops over time. So even though you know your personality, even if you just throw a couple of breadcrumbs out and see what the response is, like it's yeah. not a bad thing. Like I know that when I've um, come into my journey into mentoring travel agents, it wasn't the most obvious thing for me to do. So, you know, 12 months ago, I realized, okay, right, I need to step into this space because this is where I'm needed. But then at the same time, like my personality was very much for clients. So, you know, bringing that across, I haven't really had to do much really because I'm a bit of a dag when it comes to social media at the best of times. So I think maybe my personality already shines through. (laughs) But um, yeah, just... It does. It, I feel like it does build. So if they've been following you for a long time and they may not have known sp- particular things about you, even though you've dropped them in the past, like it's really good to keep reiterating that message because that just solidifies your brand. Exactly. And even if you start by like sharing a little bit more about you, like I mentioned before, you know, if you have like favorite destinations or if you have the, the best experience you've ever had in another country or the best restaurant or whatever it might be. Obviously, I'm picking those things because they're relevant to travel, but it could be anything mm-hmm. about your personality, likes, dislikes, style, whatever it is, and just start peppering those through your content and seeing what happens. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But generally you'll find that people love to learn a little bit more about you and they love to connect. And that's why I feel like on stories we're always so much more open to watching someone who's talking to the camera like if I come across a story of someone's talking to the camera I always stop and watch whereas if it's just like a photo it's like big deal I'll keep going because I'm like oh that's what that person sounds like or oh that's their personality because it's very hard like obviously everyone has a personality but it's very hard to convey that purely through copy all of the time unless you've really nailed you know, injecting your personality into your copy. And so I'm a big believer in, yeah, sharing stories, getting on stories and talking to the camera, even though it's scary because that just kind of solidifies your personality anymore, a little bit more and helps people to meet you and find out what you're all about. Mm. Yes. Elise, can you talk to us about your Bossy Copy College, please? I think of it would course. be 100% helpful and I know that I want to do it one day. Yeah, of course. So Bossy Copy College, I obviously started my course around the same time as you, Steph, and it is really designed to help people that are in the very early stages of business. So they might have a product-based business or they might have a service-based business like travel agents or they might have a personal brand, whatever it might be, and it really helps them through my process it's kind of like working with me or working with bossy but the diy version so i'll teach you my process to uncovering your 
bold brand voice. And then once you've got that sorted, then I'll walk you through writing all of the copy you need for your brand. So there'll be your website copy, your email copy, Instagram captions, packaging if you have packaging, portfolio if you have a portfolio. And then by the end, you're going to have all the copy you need. So even things like I was referring to before, the automated email sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the stuff that you kind of forget about or that you know you need but you have no idea where to start we'll get that all set up from the very beginning or if you're relaunching that's fine too and then you're kind of going to be able to launch with this big brand it's got this awesome brand voice and really inject your personality into everything you do as well yeah 100% needed (laughs) yeah and it's fun because it's varsity themed (laughs) (laughs) no boring courses here Elise, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I just want to say that I love everything about Bossy and I love what you're doing. I'm so proud of you and your killer online course. Anyone who gets to work with you is the, you know, so lucky to have you in their corner helping them out. I will drop all of the uh, Instagram handles and, you know, all those lovely things into the show for the day. But yes, love to hear from you again soon. I'm sure there's we're not done on this copywriting conversation, so would love to talk more about it at a later date. But yes, in the meantime, if you do want to head over to Elise's Instagram, you can head over to at bossy.copywriting. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Elise. We'll chat soon. Bye. Well, hopefully you found that episode super juicy and super actionable. I loved all of Elise's little gold nuggets of wisdom. They were so awesome. Thank you so much, Elise. If you're wanting to download an online version of today's show notes, you can head over to travelbystephanie.com.au forward slash 44 for all the details on how to perfect your copy and stand out anytime that you go out online. Elise has also got a free masterclass on how to DIY a bold brand and voice and cheeky copy so you can stand out, sell out and save loads of time. Head over to today's show notes for all of those details as well. I would also like to extend a masterclass invite to you as well. (laughs) It's to steal my three-part travel agent runway framework so you can stand out in the digital world. And if you do want to sign up, head over to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash masterclass. The link will be in the show notes too. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing to Unplug in Paradise on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're feeling super generous, please leave me a five-star rating and review and I'll read it out next week. I also would like to put it out there that if anyone has anything in particular that they would like to see me cover on the podcast, whether it be a particular topic uh, or a particular guest that you want me to pitch to, please drop me an email at hello at unpluginparadise.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm curious as to who you want me to get on the podcast uh, and what topics you'd love for me to cover. So yes. I would love to see what you'd like to see on here. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you soon. See ya. Bye.